What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. Um, special edition. I ain't got no guests or nothing like that. I'm just sitting out here by the pool, smoking a cigar, having a, having a drink, listening to the stylings of Zyme in the background, if you can hear that. You're probably hearing all kinds of stuff because I'm using... Um, my handheld microphone that I'll be using for Comic Palooza this next weekend. So I do apologize if you're getting all the earthly atmosphere in the background and whatnot. You're probably hearing my um, AC unit, the fucking pool pump. I don't know what else, but yeah. Lazy Sunday. Just uh, chilling out. I got up, uh, cleaned out the pool. Uh, sparked up the grill, cooked some meats and everything, seasoned it also generously and vigorously <laughs> with uh, hooks, rubs, and spices. Shout out to the sponsor. And now I'm just uh, smoking my mint java right now. Ooh, I had to take a puff. Uh, what am I sipping on, you may ask? I have, oh, there's a dog over there. I can see him through the fence. Um, but I'm sipping on some of that aviation gin, you know, Ryan Reynolds junk. And I have uh, mixed it with some uh, orange vanilla Coke. Now, that doesn't sound appealing, but boy, does it taste delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you uh seen anything earlier today as I record this right now, um, I posted on Instagram that I ain't have a guest lined up and um, I didn't feel like jumping through the hoop of trying to, uh, you know, get somebody at last minute's notice to sit down and chat with me or whatever. I had some um, something in mind. I wanted to talk about uh, the overall Avengers series. Um, all 22, 23 uh, Marvel films that was uh, produced to get us to the point of Endgame. Um, but the person that I wanted to sit down and talk to hadn't seen the movie yet. So I didn't want to discuss details with somebody who was uh, uneducated in the ways of the Endgame movie. So whenever he checks that movie out, we'll probably sit down another time. I mean, you, I'm pretty sure if you listen to multiple podcasts, you probably heard at least... One, one or two podcasts I already break down Endgame, give spoilers and all kind of stuff. Um, as of tomorrow, Monday, uh, the Russo brothers said it was cool to uh, talk about the movie. Now, you had two weeks to go see the motherfucker. So, uh, you know, that's on you if you hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> this is a nice cigar. I, I recommend anybody who's a cigar smoker to try you one of these. But, um... Nothing major going on. Just uh, gearing up for Comic Palooza here in Houston, Texas at the George R. Brown Convention Center, May 10th through the 12th, Mother's Day weekend. I have a, uh, outside of the Comic Palooza passes and everything, I already got that. I got my press credentials, but I got the Mrs. B Rob pass. You know, she is the mother of my child and um, the servant mother of my older two children. So she gave me the pass on Mother's Day weekend to go out and do uh, things in representation of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. <laughs> so yay, big shout outs to Mrs. B. Rob. 
you hear those brief pauses and everything, it's because I'm taking a drag of my cigar. Well, what, what is we playing right now? What is that lovely, lovely tune in the background? Oh, it's the Hammer to Fall freaking uh, Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack. That was a good freaking movie, man. Um, I did not know until watching this movie that, you know, I listen to a lot of Queen songs. I mean, rap and R&B is like my main bag or whatever. You know, that's what I grew up listening to and whatnot. But um, I do listen to other genres of music. You know, I didn't really sort it out so much as a youth. But um, when I heard it and I dug it, you know, I kept it in the memory bank or whatever. So I heard all these different Queen songs, but never had the inkling that it was Queen that sung them. So watching the movie and hearing all these familiar songs, I was like, oh, shit. Didn't know that was Queen, baby. And if you haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, it's a great movie. Highly recommend it. Give them high play praise and adulations on this uh, lazy Sunday afternoon. Another movie I want to see is that freaking Rocket Man movie, that goddamn Elton John movie. Boy, I said it before. It's just like I didn't know it was a movie right away. I just seen the uh, commercial uh, Elton John did for a piano company, and they used clips and scenes from the movie you know so i thought they made those clips and scenes especially for this piano commercial but it was a cross promotion with the piano company and uh the rocket man movie so that was fucking cool man that trailer alone that commercial for those pianos made me want to see that movie and speaking of movies is um i got this thing that me and mrs b rob talk about called the ruler two Usually, when you see a TV show that's um, long discontinued or anything or just been wrong, uh, running for a long time, you might see characters that you come familiar with in that TV series pop up in other places like movies and other TV shows and whatever have you. And whatever you normally see, that person that's normally one of their co-hosts or compadres from that TV show that you known them to be from. So for instance, um, I just wrapped up a TV show called uh, Timeless that's on Hulu. Um, and, uh, two of the characters in there. Um, one is uh, Malcolm Barrett and uh, I forget the other guy's name but he's one of the main characters. They both were in Santa Clarita diet together. So Malcolm Barrett was um, one individual in there. He had like a little cameo, one little scene. And then the uh, overall bad guy was um, one of the guys from Timeless as well. So two guys from two other different shows popped up on this whole other different show. And um, I often chime in from time to time on the shows that Mrs. B-Rod watched because she watches way more TV series than I do so she is keeping up with different actors and shit so I will watch her show and I will see one character from one of the shows that I watch with uh, one of their co-actors in that shit as well so I mean if you ever if you get what I'm saying it's just like if you see a usually see an actor 
cameoing or guesting on a different show, he usually has someone from the show that you know him to be in with him on that show as well. It's always the rule of two. It's always at least two of them that work together. Or if it's a new character being introduced to a new series, uh, at some point one of the main characters in that character have been in something previous to this uh, project. Rule of two, look it up. <laughs> so, I mean, I wonder how that goes, though. I mean, it's um, like, all right, I get hired on for a part, and I've worked with this one guy before previously. I'd be like, hey, man, um, I know y'all brought me into this show or whatever, but I got a recommendation. I know somebody who would be good for this uh, accompanying part. I worked with him on this joint. Could you bring him over? So I imagine a lot of that goes on. A lot of networking is about who you know and everything. Almost done with my cigar. I need to start sipping on this drink. It's all looking cool and crisp out here in this uh, breezy, warm summer afternoon. Is it summer yet? It's still spring, ain't it? But yeah. Um... Shout out to the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks podcast. Last night, they celebrated their 400th episode. 400 episodes, man. That's a lot. Damn. To celebrate that 400 episode, they did a 12-hour marathon. 12 hours straight, they podcasted. And uh, just about every hour within that 12 they had uh, different guests come in to pop in to help them uh, pass the time and whatnot. And um, they started at 2 p.m. Central, and they ended at uh, 2 a.m. Central. And um, early on in the beginning, I just called in to pop up, see how they was doing and whatnot. They, I think by that point, they were already four hours in. And I got to play um, a game with them. And then um, I popped in at uh, 10 o'clock, which is my designated time slot that I told them that I would uh, come in and assist them with the show for about an hour or so. And then um, I took an hour break and I came back in at one and I helped them finish it off at 2 a.m. You know, because Mrs. B-Rob was uh, inebriated. <laughs> so uh, there was no action going on there. So I just uh, let, let her be, let her sleep. I was wide awake. So I went podcast with the boys until two in the morning. Great, uh, great time, uh, great success to the men's over there at the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks podcast. I highly recommend you give them a listen. You might find something in there that you like. And um, I often wonder, you know, I really enjoy doing the podcast. I really enjoy talking to different people and everything. But um, what I'm sitting at, as I record this, uh, I think... This might be episode 169. <laughs> kind of linguist. But um, I got a long ways to go to hit 400, man. And then um, what will this podcast look like if I am around for 400 episodes? You know, at this current moment as I speak into this microphone, you know, I have no intentions on... Uh, Stop to stop doing the podcast or anything. Rustling is trash is something else. It's just kind of like a play project and everything. Um, I was supposed to record an episode of that today, but you know, 
I got into this pool cleaning and cooking all the food and everywhere. And now I'm just chilling out here by the pool, so I don't even know if that's going to go down. Sorry, Nick, if you're listening. But uh, we can hook that up another day and um, talk some things. Yeah, he wanted to um, really get with me on Wrestling is Trash and talk about um, the Dean Ambrose, John Moxley thing, the, the vignette that came out uh, not too long ago and whatnot. Which um, has the internet ablaze, a buzz. A lot of people think he's going to uh, AEW. A lot of people think he's going to TNA, uh, back to CZW. And uh, some people, like me initially, I thought that it was kind of fishy how WWE made the big fanfare farewell for him and everything. Talking about this was his last match. They did so much uh, countdown work on it, saying that he wasn't coming back and all this for him to leave and then pop up all of a sudden with this John Moxley character, which was his previous incarnation before he got uh, signed to WWE. Upon first glance, I was like, WWE is behind this shit. But at the same time, given the, um, the violent nature of the John Moxley character, and um, all his previous work prior to WWE, you know, from the vignette, it alludes that he might be going back to that uh, particular style. And um, we all know that the climate that uh, WWE is in, you know, family-friendly product shit, that, uh, you know, that doesn't cater to that so much. You ain't going to be seeing him um, doing any broken glass and barbed wire and thumbtacks and all that stuff anymore. I can't even remember the last time WWE did some thumbtacks. You know, I can remember... Um, the shit with uh, Undertaker and uh, Mick Foley and then um, Randy Orton and um, who is that? Mick Foley and then Jericho and Dean Ambrose with, with uh, Mitch, <laughs> the pilot plant. But I don't think WWE has it in them to have a, a character such as John Moxley, uh, you know, running havoc upon their um, roster and whatnot. But I mean... I'm glad for the dude, man. He was sitting stagnant in WWE. I mean, obviously, he had um, the big push. He had the title reigns and everything, and they did stuff with him. But, you know, Dean was just kind of bleh to me, you know. And a lot of people, and from what I've seen of him previous to WWE, even even when he was down at NXT and FCW and all that stuff, you know, he was way different from what he was on the main roster. And I don't think WWE, bottom line, I don't think WWE has it in them to bring a John Moxley character and let him run roughshod once again, as I said previously. So um, hopefully he's going somewhere else. He's doing what makes him happy. And, uh, you know, he can provide a living for him and his family. I mean, his wife still is with WWE. She, I don't think she's leaving no time soon. So... We just had to wait and see how it unfolds. Uh, we're in May, so we're in the end game as far as uh, wrestling goes. May 25th is the AEW Double or Nothing live from uh, the MGM Grand in Vegas. So I'm interested to see what that show looks like, whatever surprises they're going to pop up with. And uh, most recently, Chris Jericho just uh, challenged Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So that's an interesting turn of events. He's going to be doing double duty, well, triple duty kind of, 
because he's going to do that shit at Dominion. Then he got the um, shit here in um, Vegas. Then uh, AEW has another show in uh, Jacksonville. So, I mean, he got a lot of stuff going on. And that's going to be interesting to me because um, Jericho is now challenging for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. He already um, challenged and held the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And um, I don't think he classifies as a junior because I would have figured that he might have went for that too if he could. So that's going to be an interesting match. We're going to see the stylings of Kazucha. Kazuchka. <laughs> Kazucha. <laughs> Kachucha. That's, that's Spanish. Kachucha. Uh, Okada versus uh, Chris Jericho. And I'm interested in to see what that match looks like. I'm so behind on New Japan Pro Wrestling, man. I mean, I got the um, New Japan World subscription. And I don't think I've watched it since after Wrestle Kingdom. I think I might have caught some of the secondary pay-per-views, but I haven't watched it yet. Since then, you know, my man Josh over there on the Hoots podcast, uh, last guest on this show, and um, he just did a review of one of their um, pay-per-views, and they had a match with uh, Evil and uh, Tomohiro Ishii, which, you know, I love Tomohiro Ishii, man. And, and Evil, he's kind of grown on me from um, when he started. In, uh, when I first seen him in ROH up until now, I think his uh, in-ring work has uh, tremendously improved. And just um, his popularity has uh, skyrocketed since then up until now. So I, I'm interested in to see when they're going to put the strap on uh, Evil, man, because I think he can carry it. He could be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So, yeah, man, I, I just need to catch up on my New Japan. And um, WWE is suffering from uh, all-time low. Goddamn. Uh, oh, that's some Sir John Lee in the background. Shout out to the homie Sir John Lee. I ain't heard. I ain't talked to him in the, um, in the voice to voice in a while. Hope he doing all right. I know he doing all right. Man, uh, got a lot of things he, he, he taking care of. So damn, um, I'm looking for big things coming from him in the near future. But uh, record low TV ratings for uh, WWE. And um, that's weird, man. Well, it's not weird because they've been putting uh, out mediocre, pro mediocre product for a while now. And it's just like... Fox done dumped all this money into him. Uh, goddamn. USA done dumped all this money into him. And this is what we get. And I, I got to get this out in the air again, man. I, I, I know I've been saying it, but uh, Tampa, Florida is where uh, the next WrestleMania is going to be. And it's pirate themed. And they just so happened to bring Kyrie Zane up. The, in my mind, they brought Kyra Zane up because it's pirate theme next year, and she her ass is gonna ride in on the goddamn pirate ship, <laughs> uh, freaking uh, at next year's WrestleMania. I'm calling it. I know she is, cause she has to be. It's just meant to be. That's her gimmick. She's she's a sailor, you know, the pirate princess. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. I hope she gets a title reign out of it at WrestleMania, make it a big spectacle and whatnot. You know, I'm kicking my feet in this pool, man. They got bugs falling in my shit. I hate it, man. I just skimmed this motherfucker. 
I ain't got no trees back here, but the neighbors do, so I think it's just motherfuckers floating over the goddamn fence and shit. I need to skim it again. Probably will have to finish this up. But um, I'm starting to fill out my calendar for May. I need to start looking forward to June and whatnot, get all my ducks in a row. Because um, WrestleMania kind of screwed me up and whatnot. You know, I came back from that uh, trip to New York and everything. And um, I didn't uh, take care of my scheduling like I normally do. I try to go for, uh, schedule a month at a time. But uh, I got some stuff coming up this week. And then um, I'm going to start picking up proper right after... Um, Comic Palooza, which I'm very excited for, man. I, it's just crazy how they got me scheduled for all three days. Friday, I'm going to be recording with uh, one of my service members here, local Houstonian uh, rap artist, and um, be catch-up time with me and him. And then uh, Saturday, I'll be a part of a panel, and Sunday, I'll be a part of a panel. So I'll be there all three days of Comic Palooza. This is my first type of uh, convention like this. I went to uh, WrestleCon. And I told you how I felt about that. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll try that again in the future. Maybe I'll hit it up um, in uh, Tampa. And i get over myself uh, not trying to bother these people who I paid to come see. So, bitch, I paid money to come see you. Why wouldn't I bother you, right? <laughs> Need to get out of my own head. Taking those baby steps. Um, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. I told a couple of people about it already. But um, looking to expand the brand of uh, the Random Rams with Rob 3R show, Wrestling is Trash. Well, I'm not, Wrestling is Trash just falls under the umbrella. I don't know what the future is for that. But as long as I got friends that love to talk professional wrestling, you know, I won't deny them the platform to do so until they break off and do their own shit, you know. And then... um talking with the good brothers and sisters over there in the uh, wrestling pool that we used to have that spawned into somewhat of a, um, a podcast network called the Somebody's Network. Um, they talk about uh, launching a website for that. So, I mean, it's just up in the air. It's just uh, talks and everything. So, I mean, I hope that works out. You know, because um, if you can raise awareness for all these wonderful podcasts and everything, I mean, uh, uh, having a legit platform would be uh, great, you know? Oh, my cigar is going out. I need to light up. Ah, there you go. Excuse me. But, um, yeah. So they got that going on. And, um, I'm just waiting for some, uh, some word back. Got some things under my hat, under my sleeve, and everything that I'm not so much ready to disclose on the airwaves. I have, uh, said some things on other podcasts and whatnot. So, I mean, if you want to sort that out and listen to what I'm talking about, you can do that as well. Try to put some more back into the um, Patreon stuff. And like I said, man, it's just been hectic since I came back from uh, 
WrestleMania. I haven't been putting all my unedited content and everything. Um, if you listen to uh, the latest edition of Wrestling is Trash with uh, me and uh, Sean Coney and Anomaly, <laughs> I got a... I got some stuff on there that y'all need to hear. That shit was just crazy, man. Excuse me for a second while I relight my cigar. Uh, there's some riveting podcast dead air that you just got there. I should have just put the microphone by the music so you have like an intermission and everything while I got myself sorted out. But it was some hilarious hijinks to that episode before we uh, started recording proper. Shout out to the homie Anomaly. Uh, shout out to everybody that has purchased a piece of merchandise from um, randomrobcast.com. Man, I really and truly appreciate you doing that, man. Um, Just, I like, oh, that's some Scarface. Because it's all good. That's my jam, man. That's the diary, baby. And um, yeah, man, it's just crazy to see my stuff out in the wild, man. People paid money to wear my shit that I designed, and you know, and with the designing aspect of uh, the merch and everything, I'm I'm starting to look at it as um, to where if you don't listen, I'm trying to make stuff to where if you don't listen to the podcast, but you just look at it at a glance and be like, man, that's pretty cool. I would rock that, you know. So that's um, what I'm trying to do with the stuff and everything. I got one piece of merch that I just did not too long ago that I'm really proud of, man. It's just like, if anything, I want to represent everybody, you know, whether it be on the podcast or through the merch or whatever it is. It's just um, I made a, you know, and, and forgive me, man. I'm ignorant as fuck. But uh, the LGBTQT. I, man, I don't know the, the, the gay community. I, and I don't know if that's derogatory or not. I'm not trying to offend nobody. But, I, I you know, I, ignorant as fuck. I just don't remember all the letters, goddammit. <laughs> but I designed a shirt. And it had the, um, the gay pride flag um, as the color background for the word random. And um, the shirt says, love is random. You know, and I'm really proud of that shit, man. And um, I'm regretting it now. I don't have enough time to do it. But um, I was going to order that shirt and wear it at Comic Palooza. But I wound up um, ordering uh, something else. But um, I really dig that shirt, man. I mean, I'm not gay, but I mean, just the idea of that merchandise, that um, that piece of merchandise in particular, is just it's just cool to me, you know. Because, you know, B-Rob is for everybody. And I, I just want, you know, everybody to be represented in some kind of way. I mean, because, I mean, this life that we lead is very random, man. In the aspects of, I mean, you can be 
top shape condition one day and then tomorrow just be dead. You know, just life is random. And I mean, it's you, you shouldn't be sitting around worrying about, you know, what other people think about your fucking preferences, you know? If you want to love a, another man, fine. If you want to love another woman, fine. If you want to have multiple partners, just be safe, fine. Whatever the case may be, man, just do what the fuck, you know, is good for your sanity, your life, man. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, who the fuck am I to tell you not to be happy with your situation, you know? hard on my kids but ultimately man when they come into their own i mean they they are now but like i mean when they're truly on their own like doing shit for themselves without aid of me and my wife you know i just hope they find what makes them happy you know i hope they're not out there trying to appease me and curry my favor and shit by doing things that they think that me and my wife like and you know and i tell them this man i do you gotta just find what's for you like my son is entertaining the idea of going into the military. You know, he loves my dad and everything. And, you know, I'm in the military. My father was in the military. His uncle was in the military that he um, likes to hang out with. So I think a lot of that stems off with his decision to join the military, as it did with me, you know, coming up. So uh, I just tell him constantly, man, I was like, hey, man, you don't have to do this because me and your grandfather and all of us did it. You do it because it's something that you really want to do, you know? But uh, honestly, I think it'll be good for him, you know? That's how I feel about the military. I think it'll be good for anybody who doesn't really have a bona fide plan on what they want to do, you know, after high school and whatnot. Or even, you know, in life period. Because I had a dude that came up on one of my posts uh, not too long ago talking about um, he wanted to join the military. And he was like 35. And he said, like, man, I ain't doing shit with myself. And I think that would be something to help turn me around. And I to figure that out at 35, man, I'm 37, dog. And I'm just like, I done had a whole fucking career in the military. I was like, what were you waiting on? What were you doing to be 35 and be like, now nah, I want to join the military? Because, I mean... I don't know his day-to-day. I don't know what it was like, like prior to that um, that meeting. But damn, what's your body like, man? Because tr- truly, man, if you ain't joined the military at a young age, you, it's going about to be a culture shock for you, man, 30-something years old, or even your late 20s, man. But I hope that young man... Yeah, he's still a young man. 35 is still young. Uh, find his way and he finds something that he likes. So, uh, shout outs to him. I'm going to take a swig for that dude real quick. Let me t- All my ice has melted out of my drink. That's tasty. Ah, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm blowing smoke all on my mic cover and shit. I'm going to take this, <laughs> the comic palooza, be putting it in people's face and be like, oh, that shit is dank than the motherfucker. <laughs> I 
probably need to switch it out and wash this motherfucker or something. But, um, yeah, man. It's taking me this long because, you know, when I was in the military, I was just like, this was what I was doing. This was my job. I didn't really give a fuck about too much outside of what I was doing in the military, man. And now that I'm away from it, I'm out here in the civilian workforce realizing how, you know, great the military actually was, you know, as far as um, somewhat of an organization standpoint. It's just like I see, you know, I, I keep calling them civilians, but damn, you know how normal people handle shit and conduct business, man, and it just blows my mind, like, the structure of it all. It just is fucking with me, and I just want to pop off safe so fucking fast, man. But I'm on the bottom, and I ain't in no position to do that. That's like a private going up to the Sergeant Major and be like, hey, get your shit together. Motherfucker, chew your ass out and beat you into the ground and shit. But make your life a living hell. But, I mean, hey. <laughs> but what I tell you about the civilian life as compared to the military life, I mean, I do have the longitude and latitude to where I can kind of be fly with what the fuck I say. You know, I would never in my right mind talk to someone of superior rank, you know, with any cuss words and shit. So I wouldn't be like fucking shit and, you know, highly professional. But like I'm here, you know, with my superiors in the civilian world and, you know, my peers, you know, people that fall under my supervisors and shit is cussing at and to these motherfuckers. And I'm like, where they do that at? But, I mean, they don't take it to heart or nothing, so I guess. I mean, it leaves me a little bit of leeway to be be me, you know, because I'm a foul-mouthed motherfucker. If you didn't notice. So, um, yeah. But, man, I'm just, uh, at this current point in time, I'm thinking about changing my field of employment. Or at least looking around, you know. Just popping in on um, different job sites to see what they got available to me. You know, if something piques my interest and um, the pay is right, I might uh, move on. You know? You know, ultimately, you know, in a perfect world, I wish I could just do the podcast full time. As long as probably as many of my fellow podcasting brethren and sisters are thinking of. And with the merchandise and everything, you know, I'm trying to come out with so much design that caters to people who don't even listen to the podcast to where, you know, that's another stream of revenue. To where, you know, maybe I could cut back on hours on my current job. And I wanted to, you know, have to deal with a lot of bullshit, you know. But within that job, I did get offered some hours to where I would have been off three days in a week and worked uh, three and a half days and still had all my hours and everything. But those days I would have been working would have been Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and part of the day Monday. So I was like, I'm not down with that. You know, maybe if I was single and didn't have a wife and all this other stuff, that might have been different. I would have took that in a heartbeat, you know, because, I mean, to be off during the week, 
while everybody working, I mean, that sounds appealing to me. Because, I mean, I ain't got to worry about traffic. You know, I ain't got to worry about people bothering me because, I mean, it'd be the weekend and nobody be at work. You know, I'd be pretty much left to my own devices and shit. But, you know, I remain positive. I'm keeping the focus on, you know, my wife is now working. So we're back to being a dual income household and everything and now I got a little bit of that weight off my back and I'm starting to um, get everything back in line back in order and um, make some leeway for me to um, do some other things you know just taking that trip to New York and was being able to meet people and um, podcast with you know people I never thought I'd be in the same room with you know that really opened my eyes to this shit man it's just like I want to travel I want to get around and get my face out there in the world man if not my face, just my voice too, because podcasting is a, <laughs> a audio medium. But um, I want to do more. You know, I've been saying this for three years, man. But I think now I'm starting to be in a position to where I can actually capitalize on that shit. And then I got a cramp in my foot right now. Oh, that shit hurts so bad. Oh man. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Gotta massage this out. Woo. Woo. Damn, that was bad. <laughs> Foot curled up like a monkey paw and shit. <laughs> Goddamn. Damn, that fucking hurt. What I regret about that damn uh, New York trip, though, I didn't get to meet my man Ray. Ray, formerly of the Nick and Porch podcast, which is, um, they possibly working on a comeback right now but damn I didn't get to meet my mans though but there's always a return trip baby Mrs. B-Rob is intrigued from my tales of uh, New York New Jersey area that she wants to take a trip up there herself so yeah Jam. Caught a fire, baby. But uh, yeah, man. I just want to work on making my life a little less stressful. You know, if I can do big things with this podcast, you know, not specifically the podcast, but maybe the merch and whatever else I'm starting to put my mind to and everything maybe we can make it a bigger thing hey Mrs. B-Rob has just joined me out here by the poolside she just woke up from a nap looking lovely as ever how you doing you feeling better you want to come put your feet in you gonna eat again you gonna eat again yeah, get some of that grub in your tummy. Bye, cutie. I said, bye, cutie. I see your booty. <laughs> she has a nice rumpticle. 
a gluteus rumpticus. But yeah, man, everything's on the up and up. I can't complain. I could be in a worse situation. I have been in a worse situation. I almost lost my house this year, man. Bitch almost went up in flames. We would have been in this bitch too, all of us. But wasn't in the cards. It's not my time, baby. But um, parting words to you all that may be listening. Uh, find the things that make you happy. And, uh, you know, put a little more into it. You know, make that small thing something big. You know, try to make your situation better for you. Everything be all right. You know, you're going through some bullshit right now. Just know that that shit ain't going to last forever. You know, it's here now, but it won't be there forever. You know, whatever it may be. You know, there's always a means to an end. Whatever that may be. So, uh, yeah, keep your head up. Tupac said it. Um, yeah, it's a good place to put a pin in it. I hope this audio sounds good. I'm going to do a little skipping and editing to this here. And I'm going to get this out to y'all. Well, shit is already out to y'all. If you hear me say, I'm going to get it out to y'all. No shit, right? Ah! I'm drunk. And I'm kind of buzzing in the head off this cigar. Wish I could smoke some weed. (laughs) Shout out to CBD's Nuts. Apothecary or whatever the fuck the name of it is now. Make some good shit. Uh, Shout out to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices that sponsored my meal today. And they sponsored this show. Um, if you're in the area, as I said earlier, May 10th through the 12th, Comic Palooza, I'm going to have some hooks, rubs, and spices on deck that you have the opportunity to win. I'll just probably give it to you if you ask me for it. <laughs> and that, that'll, be the, that'll be the true testimony of this shit, man. That'll be the true testimony of this motherfucking podcast, man. If you're hearing me right now, I'm telling you that I got three bottles of hooks, rubs, and spices, big-ass bottles. For you to sprinkle all over your meats and vegetables and everything and make it mm-mm-mm in your stomach. If you can come find me at Comic Palooza and say, hey man, I heard you got them hooks, rubs, and spices, I will give that shit to you. <laughs> Just here, take this motherfucker. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So I'm putting that out there into the world. So if you hear me, you come ask me for the hooks, rubs. If I still got it, I give it to you. And some stickers. They got some hooks, rubs, stickers. They sent me in the mail too. So that'd be cool. If you can't have the spices on your meat, you can have the stickers on your wall or some shit or wherever you decide to put them. So uh, shout out to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can find them on Etsy. Um, just type in Hooks, Rubs, and Spices on Etsy.com or you can uh, go to your web browser and put in Hooks, Rubs, and Spices.Etsy.com. You get 10% off your order, $6 or more if you use the promo code 3RSHOW. Um... Shout out to Slotskis, man. They're my unofficial sponsor. They always be interacting with me, hooking me up with gift cards and meals and shit. So I appreciate them very much. If anybody up there in um, marketing or social media department listening to me now, I totally appreciate you and the things that you're doing on uh, social media, making it interactive with me and my, my colleagues and whatnot. Appreciate you. And you make some good-ass fucking food that I only discovered Um Within these last couple of months, I, I first found Schlossky's. I first had their delicacies touch my palate 
back in uh, October, November sometime, and I've just been digging it ever since, man. I just like, why well, I haven't had this sooner? Been alive 37 years, and I never had Schlotzky's until this past November, December, oh, uh, October. So uh, shout out to Schlotzky's. Um, shout out to all of you out there listening. Shout out to everybody that has bought a piece of merch from randomrobcast.com. I honestly and truly appreciate it. I really, really do. I mean, you just don't understand. I just fucking, I appreciate you all. And, um, I probably have a sale going on um, Comic Palooza weekend, Mother's Day weekend. And, um, yeah, just be looking out for that. I have some shit on Instagram and everything. Uh, speaking of Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram. Just search for the Random Realms with Rob. Hopefully soon, through all my works and all my behind-the-scenes dealings and whatnot, I'll have that goddamn 3R show uh, tag. So you ain't got to type in my fucking user account as Random Ramblings W underscore Rob. That's too long, man. Even to look at it on my business cards is like, fuck, man. Why didn't I get 3R show sooner? You can also follow me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's my personal account. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. The show that you're listening to right now, The Random Realms of Rob, has his own Twitter account, which you can follow at 3RShow. Um, you can follow me. Yeah, I already said Instagram. Yeah, I led with that. But go to randomrobcast.com. Um, you can follow Wrestling is Trash, which is my wrestling uh, podcast. You can go to wrestlingistrash.com. Find all the episodes there. Um, you can also find some Wrestling is Trash merchandise on randomrobcast.com. Uh, other ways you can support the show is by being a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com and look for 3R Show. Or you can go to randomrobcast.com. I got the links there. You can use my Amazon links. Uh, you get your free trial of uh, Amazon Prime off my links. I got a wish list if you want to donate equipment to the show. Got an Amazon wish list there. If the link ain't working, hit me up in the DM. I send you the proper link. I need to update that. But um, as much as I appreciate you spending money on me supporting the show, it's not about the money. Um, the most important way that you can support this show and any other show that you listen to is by writing reviews, sharing the shows, uh, listening to it, retweeting, liking, subscribing, all that shit. All that shit really goes a long way. It helps me get cool guests and all that cool shit. So, yeah. I'm going to finish off this cigar, finish off this drink, chill by the pool, and I appreciate y'all kicking it with me for this oh-so-mellow edition of the Round and Rounds with Rob podcast. And I'll see you next time.